one of the main questions people ask of a Khalamite is what's one allowed to do in Khalamite? And when a person still has little children at home, so then the question becomes much more of an immediate question because there's no school, there's no yeshiva, there's no camps, whatever that things are normally are to occupy children, keep them busy. And therefore, Khalamite presents a challenge of what a person can do to occupy their children and at the same time keep the spirit of Khalamite. So let's give a bit of an introduction first to the Arachah of Khalamite, which we'll see is very unclear, very confusing. And then Be'ez Hashem will get to some practical examples relating to what to do with one's children. So the first point is, there's two parts to Hilchus Yantif. The one part is the Mitzvah of how to mechabed Yantif, of how to enjoy and celebrate Yantif, and the second part in regards to the Melachas of what's also to do on Yantif. Now, when it comes to Chalamoid, so what the Isurim are in regarding Chalamoid aren't so clear, it's Makhlaikas between the Rishonim. If Bichlal, there's an Issa Daraisa to do Melach al Chalamoid, or it's only something which is a Takana de Rabbanan. And if it would be an Issa Daraisa, it's not brought clearly in the Torah, but it's learned from an extra word. But everybody agrees. And when it comes to the mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov, so the Torah clearly states that the entire Yom Tov, a person should be besimcha, and therefore, Cholamoyed is included in the mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov, included in the same posture because Yom Tov itself. And if that's the case, how does the person bring themselves to Simchas Yom Tov? Because that would apply to Cholamoyed just like it applies to every other in the, the proper days of Yom Tov. So we know the Gemara tells us that for men, Simcha is with wine, and that's how the person can bring down, that if a person enjoys drinking wine, he should be magic to have a release of wine every day of Yom Tov, including Cholamoyed. Similarly, if children need to be given clothes to Egoism, which was roasted nuts, and maybe today's alternative is chocolate or kosher Pesach candy. So in cases like that, the person has to give their children also the food which they would enjoy eating every day. There's a question brought down in discussion in the postgame. What's the story with other foods that the man would enjoy? So that's for one. So for example, a person prefers drinking coffee or drinking tea to drinking wine. Can they make by drinking a fancy coffee? And really this goes back to a question in the Gemara. Because the Gemara says that in the time when the Beis Amigdash stood, so the Simchus Yantav was eating the meat of the carbon. And today we don't have carbonates, unfortunately, and therefore Simchus Yantav is eating and is drinking wine. And the Baiskim asked, if the point of Simchus Yantav was just when a person enjoys the taste, then there's not much difference between the taste of meat which was brought as a carbon or wasn't brought as a carbon. And if that's the case, the person could be Makayim Simchus Yom Tov meat today as well. And if the Gemara draws a distinction between the two, so it seems that the point of Simchus Yom Tov wasn't just the physical pleasure, 
a taste of a good cut of meat, but there was something more spiritual about it, in the fact that it was also something which was had a spiritual benefit or was used for a mitzvah. If that's the case, the mile of wine isn't just the taste of wine for a person who enjoys it, but also uh, the fact that wine is what you always use to show simcha of a mitzvah, whether it's by a bris or by a wedding or any other time, by a muzzle, that the simcha of a mitzvah we express through wine. Obviously, even having said that, a person doesn't have to drink wine if they don't enjoy it. Rather, the idea would be there would be a combination of both the physical and enjoyment as well as the mitzvah involved with it. However, that might apply to the matter of the meat of the shlamim or wine. When it comes to close very goizim, the idea that a person is giving their children nuts or candies, so for sure we don't see there's any mitzvah there, it's only what a person enjoys. And therefore we can definitely say also that for a person for themselves to eat the food they enjoy and gives them simcha wouldn't be worse than that. And therefore, the halacha is that a person should be makbid to eat meat and drink wine every day of Haramoid. A person should be makbid to give their children the closest they go in whatever national their children like every day of Haramoid too, because there's a mitzvah simchas every day. Mishnah Burr goes even further than that, and he says it's not just the Indian of eating meat and drinking wine. If there's a, the way we express simchas through a soda, and if that's the case, the person should wash. Mishnah Burr that's not one today, but quite a thing. Twice a day, every day, a person should wash as a proper soda because that's the way that we have to express simcha. It doesn't say a person has to have meat at both meals. Maybe it could be meat once a day is enough. But a person has to focus on the simcha yamtiv on every day of Cholamayit. Now, I can see that those of you who know the Gemara in Psachim, which I began to quote, are starting to look worried. The Gemara says that for men, simcha means basar, maybe yain. For children, it's clothes for goizim. But for women, simcha means new clothing. And if that's the case, the question goes, does a person have to buy their wife a new outfit for every day of Cholamot? And the answer is no. Once the yontif is enough. And what's the reason for that? Because the pleasure of eating is pretty short-lived. But while a person eats, and therefore... The fact that yesterday I had a good meal and drank a good wine isn't going to give me simcha today. And therefore, if every day is the day which a person needs to be simcha, then every day a person is going to have to eat the food that day which brings them to simcha. But when it comes to new clothing, it's not just the first time, so to speak, that the clothing gives a person simcha. It's every time. Every time that a person feels they have something new, then they get simcha from it. And if that's the case, one outfit can last for a few days. It's still, it's still new, it's still something I enjoy. And therefore, the, the Simchas Yom Tov will be not just for the first day of Yom Tov, but for a few days thereafter. And because of that, I wanted to say Chiddush. And that is when it comes to Sukkot and Shemini Yatseris, the Gemara always says that Shemini Yatseris is a different regal, it's a different Yom Tov, and has its own din of Simcha. But I want to say that for a lady, a husband is mechayev to buy her one outfit for Sukkot and the second one for Shunia Teres. Even though it's different Yom Tov, but the idea is to give a simcha. And if a simcha of a new clothing can last for a few days, then it doesn't end necessarily on the end of Sukkot just because it's a new Yom Tov. It's a simcha which lasts for some time, but I think it's still new. It's still a simcha for her to wear. And therefore, one outfit works for Yom Tov, one outfit works for Sukkot as well. 
obviously a lady has to be besimcha chadamoyed too, but doesn't necessarily have to be in the context of new clothing every day of chadamoyed. Okay, so that's the first point, which is unanimous, the halach of simcha and chadamoyed, and if it's also brought down when it comes to clothing, a person should wear, shouldn't wear their regular clothing chadamoyed, a person should wear more Shabbos kind of clothing. Obviously, if a person has one suit for Shabbos and one suit for Chalamod, so then Chalamod doesn't have to be the same as Shabbos, but for most of us, where our wardrobe gets divided into Shabbos and not Shabbos so then if that's the case, of course we wear the Shabbos for Chalamod. A person who has an extra room in the closet for a third category of Chalamod, so then once again, it's a way to show that when Zvig Mechabed, the Yamtaf, or with clothing that a person feels more respectable wear. Okay, so that's the that, that's the mitzvah to say, so to speak, of simchus yamtaf which applies in chalamayit, and of course, a person should act in a way which isn't going to take away from that simchus yamtaf. That's the first part. Now we get to the second part, and that is what are the melachas of chalamayit. What's also to do? So like I said, yeah, it's very unclear. There's a lot of discussions about what the exact parameters of what's Asr and Chalamayit lies, where these Surim lie. Then basically, let's start with the, over, the overview of how Chazal is Chalamayit. And we'll see there's a general difference of opinion of how Chazal considered Chalamayit. And as we're going to see, there are a number of Nafkaminas which come from that. So the one viewpoint is, Chazal wanted Chalamoy to be like Yom Tov. Just like Yom Tov, a person uh, spends the day eating, drinking, diving, learning, in the simcha of a mitzvah, Chalamoy should be the same. The problem is, that if we're going to ask all melacha on Chalamoy, like we did on Yom Tov, people wouldn't be able to, wouldn't have anything to eat. We're talking now at a time when there wasn't refrigeration, and therefore, a person couldn't store food seven days in advance. If a person is going to have to pick the fruit, because I was not going to have them, a person is going to have to shech the meat or bake the bread or grind the flour. And even though some of these activities can't be done in the Yamtif, it wasn't practical to assay everything for seven days, people wouldn't be able to food eat. And that, similarly, the Gemara is always dealing with the Matthias, that people didn't have so much money. And if that's the case, one of the categories which we see a person who if he doesn't work isn't going to get his daily wage and then he won't afford to eat either. So for Yamtav, the Torah forbids a person doing work, the person has to prepare in advance. But to have seven days advanced capital that he has enough money to buy food for seven days of France, Chazal dealt with the material a lot of people didn't. And because of that, they had to allow a person to work if he needs, if he needs, uh, if he needs the money in order to buy Yamtav food. And therefore, the first way of looking at Chalamoid is that Chalamoid was really meant to be like Yantif, but gradually Chazal allowed what needed to be done, which I understood practically a person wouldn't be able to celebrate in a Yantif style without those Menachas. The other way of looking at Chalamoid was that really Chalamoid isn't Yantif, and we don't find that the Torah asses Menachas and Chalamoid. But on the other hand, Chazal were worried that if a person is going to get caught up in their daily schedule or the, the work that they do during the rest of the year, 
they're going to forget it in Shabbos. And therefore, we want certain restrictions on what a person does in order to make sure he's not going to forget it's Yamtif, in order to maintain the Yamtif atmosphere, even if he's doing Melacha. Now, what everybody agrees on is that those Melachas which are therefore tedious, those Melachas which detract from a simple Yamtif, and those Melachas which are unnecessary, so a person shouldn't be doing. A person shouldn't be doing because on both counts, that's not within the keeping of a spirit of Yamtif. And also, it's not which is going to distract the person from Yontif. And therefore, those Melachas for sure a person shouldn't do. But, where, the, where, where, where do these questions become practical? So, of course, there are lots of different aspects of the Melachas of Haram we can talk about. But like we said at the beginning, I think for most of us as children here, our primary question of Haram is, what Melachas, what can children do or not do? What can children do or not do? How the melachas apply to them? Okay, so let's focus our discussion on those questions which would apply to children. So the first question is, this is a question discussed in the postcard, can a person do something which normally we would say is a melach and chalamoid because it's something which is either unnecessary for yom tov melacha or involves a certain amount of tircha or bat. On the other hand, a person enjoys doing it. If that's okay, so the case, the hanah of the enjoyment of Yom Tov isn't the result. The hanah of the Yom Tov is the activity. Is that enough to justify something which would otherwise be an also activity? Now, this is brought down in the post very interestingly. A person is allowed to catch fish on Yom Tov, on Khan even though he's not allowed to catch fish on Yom Tov. Again, as I also understood, if a person wants that fresh fish, he's not going to be able to keep them for seven days. And therefore, a person is allowed to fish to eat on Kharamot. Is a person allowed to fish for sport? People enjoy fishing. Simply on the boat, throw in the line or a net, catch a fish, and then for the fun of catching the fish, then throw it back in the water again. Now, we're not discussing now the general idea of is it mutter to go fishing, uh, not for eating, fishing for sport. In other words, is there a certain element of tzabalichayim involved, or is there a shayla of ruining things in Hashem's world for nothing? The shayla of fishing or hunting as a sport is already discussed in the Akhari, and the already talks about it. That's not the discussion right now. Let's say we're talking about a case, a person wants to catch the fish in the net, he's going to throw the fish back in the water so there's no harm or pain caused to the fish, but as an activity which the person enjoys the sport. So, and he doesn't want the fish to eat, He's not going to use it for Yamtif. Does the fact that the activity is enjoyable enough to be mattered in Qaramoid? That's Paskim Moise, that's Paskim Humatir. But mostly, for instance, brought down as being Matir. A few places. And the Swara is that a person enjoys the activity for him, it's not a Malacha. And therefore, if a person enjoys the activity for him, it's not a Malacha. So then, uh, that, that's a Moise and helps enough of a reason to be mattered. And then if that's the case, there's other similar activities which are in the same category. It's brought that a person shouldn't be terech and khanamur, shouldn't do things which are cause a lot of exertion. It's understood. Hard physical labor isn't in keeping with the spirit of the Jantif. So let's say a person enjoys playing sports. A person wants to go hiking or any other physically taxing activity. So the fact that a person enjoys it is that enough to be matter what otherwise would be asakum of terech? And here also we have the same structure that holds that 
there's a reason to be matter because, because again, it's, the activity in this circumstance is a source of simcha, not something which interferes with that simcha. Now, on the other hand, there's a, there is a second factor here as well, and that is uh, one's meant to dress in a way which is appropriate for Kharamoid, and therefore activities which a person is going to change their clothing, uh, they're not going to go hiking or cycling or swimming or going through obstacle courses in the mud, wearing their Shabbos clothes or wearing their Kharamoid clothes even. So, that's something which also to take into Cheshman, and that is it shouldn't be done in a way which a person loses altogether the feel for Kharamoid, the feel for Yantaf. And that's what the Apoi scheme we say that a person shouldn't be doing that kind of sports in Kharamoid, shouldn't be swimming, shouldn't go to the beach, if it's not within the spirit of Kharamoid. And those who matter because, again, it's something a person enjoys. So then, uh, with the Hanoi is what makes a simple sentence. Okay, let's go into another field, it's also a question. And that is, what about the din of arts and crafts, pottery, coloring in, drawing pictures? Uh, all the kinds of activities that little children enjoy, enjoy doing. Now normally all these activities are arson haramoid without a reason because they all fall into the category of the boine or makrepatish or kosev, writing, drawing, building, all these things which we don't find when melachas which are muton haramoid. Here again the question is, but for the child that this is their enjoyment. They, they enjoy drawing pictures, they enjoy coloring in. It's not, it's not a melach for them. On the contrary, something that they enjoy. So obviously when it comes to Yantas, it's my hefzer, because Yantas, the Isra Melacha is every Melacha is also. When it comes to Kharamayid, and the, the gather of the Isra is either something that will also make the difference, because if it's something which is not necessary in order for a person to keep Kharamayid, then it's not necessary. If it's a question of is it something which interferes with a person's Simchas Yantas, no, imagine how it's Simchas Yantas. For a little girl who gets a new arts and crafts project, that might be her favorite part of the Yamtav. And here also, there are those persons who are there are those who matter, because we have the same question. Is the Isser Melacha meant to be as similar to Yamtav as possible, if not, unless it's things which are necessary for Yamtav? But always the Isser Melacha meant to be what's enjoyable. And what's not enjoyable, a person shouldn't be doing. Okay, that's our next Nafkamina. Uh, Another example is cooking. Of course, cooking is much like Kharamoid. But that's meant to be cooking to eat in Kharamoid or cooking to eat in Yamtav after Kharamoid. Whereas if a person is cooking something which is for sure not going to eat in Kharamoid, so it becomes an Umrach which isn't necessary. So let's say, for example, um, this year, Pesach ends on a Wednesday, uh, and, and the person wants to plan ahead. So they want to buy kidneys and cook kidneys for Shabbos. Kidneys is something which Ashkenazim are allowed to own and to cook, but allowed to eat. So is the person allowed to prepare kidneys ahead, which they're going to use on the Shabbos following Pesach? And based on this answer, it's going to be no. Because there isn't a Tariq Yantif, and isn't a therefore, there isn't a Hetzer to, to do Melachan on Kharamoid, which is a Tariq of Kharamoid. Obviously, if, if Shabbos immediately follows the Yamtuf, so then just like it's a head to cook for they had to cook for Shabbos. But in this year, when there's a number of days in between, so then there's no head to cook on Kharamoid, but a person's not going to use other Kharamoid. Okay, so that's another category of 
Menachem, which again, now what happens if, which should be also because it's not a necessary Menachem for the Moed. And now, what about the person who enjoys it? So let me go to the same question as before. And it's something which isn't not necessary for Yamtuf, but on the other hand, is enjoyable. There's a post from the Oasis, there's a post from the Mat. Now let's talk about another question regarding Pesef, which even applies to adults. You know, we'll start from the beginning. Of course, if the person wants to do a Kharamayr activity, it doesn't count as an activity unless you have a picture of it. But that proves it really happened. We're managing to put that data. And if that's the case, is it most, is photography Mutsan Kharamayr? Is photography Mutsan Kharamayr? So over here, I'll tell what the person said. And even though there's, there's a change, I don't believe the change in Halakha, I think that the change just reflects the Matthias. It's brought down in some Quran, it brings down in others, that it's also like pictures on Kharamayr. It's brought down that one time the Miriam Shiva on Kharamayr Sukkot, there's some Rasmus Javan, they brought in a lot of their wealthy supporters, and they want their pictures. To present them with. So Chaim Shmulevitz was a Shushivat Atam, asked Rabbi Yashif, is it mutter to take pictures on Chalamayit? And Rabbi Yashif's answer was that it's going to cause a significant blast to the Yashiv if you don't, and called over Avid, and then that's a clause where Chazal will matter to the Mulacha on Chalamayit. And therefore, we consider this to be a Dabar Avid, and that's why he was matter it. Otherwise, we would have also held that taking pictures is also. But even though that being said, that was then. Today, today, of course, is nothing. What's changed? Not the halacha, but the mitzvahs. Because over then, taking pictures meant producing a real uh, image, either on the negative of the, of the old cameras used to use, or a parallel camera, which was printing, was printed onto a piece of card, and then the card on the spot. And if that's the case, then one's done a proper maizukosif. One's, so to speak, drawn the picture in a way which is a double miskayim. So then there's a shayla that maybe that's also to do on Kharamayt. Whereas today, photography is digital. And if that's the case, the fact that a person is taking a picture of a digital image and it's stored digitally in the camera or on the computer, that's not something which is called a Ksav Shal Kayama. And therefore, there isn't really a Malach involved. And when I say this Khilaf, Shlom Zam and Arbach spoke about is it mutter to record something on Kharamayt, a person wants to listen to a Shia record the Chazm singing Halal, whatever it's going to be. There's a mutter to record things in Kharamayad, and he held this mutter for the same reason. So the recording isn't something which is a Dabash al Qayyama, it doesn't sound which, which is last, it's just stored digitally. And if that's the case, it can be erased easily. There's nothing there which, is, which remains. And therefore he held this mutter to record things, and by the same token, this mutter today to film things, or to take pictures of them, because they're not, they're not kept in a way which is not called a Dabash al Qayyama. By the same token, today writing on a computer screen also isn't exceptional. There's no real, nothing real has been written. It's all digital, so to speak, memory and all light on the screen. But there's nothing And therefore, today would be muttered to write on a computer. So, al of course, it's Does that mean that a person can do the you know, the bookkeeping or pay the taxes or whatever other business they have to do on the computer, they aren't probably not. Because again, they're not in the spirit of Kharamayt. But if a person wants to write and is writing on the screen, then, then, then that doesn't fall into the category of the Isra of Pesach. 
depends on the different state. It depends when the person brings, like, has actually then produced something which remains in contact with our Vyasa, and this is a Tzarek work. But uh, to, to arrive at the computer itself, we don't find this also. By the way, the, the reason why that has to be, why that we have to be matter uh, writing on the screen isn't just for Faramot. There's the Isra of the Mokhik Shem Hashem, which is this is the Raisa, the person can't erase the name of Hashem Chas Shalom. And if writing on a computer would be considered writing, so if a person is looking at the safe online and comes up with a poster computing Hashem's name, you wouldn't be able to move the screen because that's erasing Hashem's name when you just move the screen. And uh, we don't find that that's something necessarily we have to be machmir to because we don't call it exceptional Kayama. If a person would want to be machmir, what they have to do is wait for the screensaver to come on and then unplug the computer and then that specific RAM memory would be lost. But like I said, we aren't machmir so much and therefore a person is allowed to write on the screen because something which is still digitally isn't considered to be cursive. So, so far, the first part we spoke about is which activities can children do. So, said activities which cause them pleasure, there's often to make or even if they're things which are normally melacha. And the third for the second factor as well, and that is normally the kind of uh, job that a child does isn't that professional. And in which case, we have another element in Hill's Karamoid which you can add to this matter as well, that it's not a massive omen. It's not a professional activity, it's just an immature or unprofessional job, in which case it doesn't look like a proper malachah, and therefore activities like that can allow the children to do.